Hello, and welcome to Discipleship Moments with me, Reverend Katie Collins. And Reverend Cam McConnell. Over the next few weeks, uh, we will be offering uh, teaser discussions to help us prepare for our fall discipleship courses at First Presbyterian Church in Manhattan, Kansas. Today, we will be looking at the radical nature of discipleship, starting with the best sermon ever preached. Is this one of yours or mine? Oh, thank you, Cam, but I'm sorry, it's not one of ours. It is from Jesus' teachings that he gave on the mountainside. We'll be reading the version from Matthew 5. Listen for God's message of good news for you. One day, as he saw the crowds gathering, Jesus went up on the mountainside and sat down. His disciples gathered around him, and he began to teach them. God blesses those who are poor and realize their need for him, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses those who mourn, for they will be comforted. God blesses those who are humble, for they will inherit the whole earth. God blesses those who hunger and thirst for justice, for they will be satisfied. God blesses those who are merciful, for they will be shown mercy. God blesses those whose hearts are pure, for they will see God. God blesses those who work for peace, for they will be called the children of God. God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses you when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of evil things against you because you are my followers. Be happy about it. Be very glad, for a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, the ancient prophets were persecuted in the same way. You are the salt of the earth, but what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see, so that everyone will praise your Heavenly Father. Here ends our reading. Treasure these words in your heart. So when we think about the radical nature of discipleship, what's so radical about this discipleship that Jesus calls for today? Well, I think uh, there's there's uh, it, it kind of it com- comes down to uh, what one is willing to uh, how how much one is willing to part with uh, what is, is comfortable for them. You know, that's with, within their comfort zone. A lot of times we want to stay within our comfort zone. We want to get out of our comfort zone, and therefore we don't take the chances or the risks that Jesus require and, and, mm-hmm. and in order for us to be good, uh, loyal, solid steadfast followers of him and uh, that means you know taking uh, risks that uh, perhaps will alienate you from from others uh, where you make decisions or you say something that you might not normally say that offends somebody because mm-hmm. it's 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 true to your to your core values when it comes to your Christian ideals and consequently radical discipleship is uh, is uh, is taking some chances um, and whether it be what, you know, what you say or what you do or how you act or how you feel. Um, and that's evident you know, throughout the entire uh, New Testament, obviously, with what Jesus was doing, how, how, how much he upset other people. Those are, those are just some of my thoughts. What, what, what do you think, David? Well, I think these words in this passage are words of comfort for those people, like you said, that are 
stepping out and putting their lives on the line that are receiving persecution or um, it even loss. I, I think about this line that says, God blesses those who mourn for they will be comforted. And I think about the times in my life where uh, I, I was the one who was mourning and feeling like that grief is punishment in some way or form. But these words coming from Jesus are so radical. This new idea of, wait a second, God, hears those cries. For those of you who are in pain, suffering, um, or struggling with grief, that Jesus wants to comfort you, not to punish you. And most of these um, claims that Jesus makes are really radical in this idea of, oh, you poor people, you're not cursed. Um, you are blessed and, uh, and the kingdom of heaven will belong to you. So I think um, there are times in our lives where we can get stuck and uh, it, it may be even stuck in our faith, but the radical idea of discipleship is that Christ wants to bless us and bless our lives with this path, that this isn't a path that's going to, uh, to harm us in any way, but to make us whole. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I think um, uh, there is, as, as you were alluding to, <clears throat> there is also there's a certain peace that comes with um, uh, knowing that um, you're, you're, you're following a certain ideal, following a certain value system is represented by Christ, you have a, you have a, a much stronger and, uh, identity as to who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, I mean, including, you know, including every, everybody, you know, kind of floats around, one, you know, occasionally and just, you're not, you know, you're saying what you think you need to say to this group, you think you're saying what you think you need to say to this group, <laughs> and you think you're, you're saying, you know, you think you're saying what, what you need to say to other people too. And so, and therefore, you're not quite sure who you are as an individual. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're just pleasing everyone, right, mm-hmm. right, and that's you know because we we put uh, we we base sometimes our own personal value on how others perceive us or how you know, what others say about us or how others feel about us, mm-hmm. and then um, and then we're we become kind of lost you know in a sense that mm-hmm. we're not sure what set of values or what structure to follow and the Christian you know Christ lays it right out here and. Yeah, he says, don't don't expect to please everyone. You are the salt. You know, you're going to kind of disrupt the smoothness of things. And uh, and it caught me when we were reading this that the light that shines through us is something we can't hide. You know, this Mm -hmm. light that's given to us uh, is is something that's just going to shine out there Mm -hmm. no matter what we do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there's a certain uh, countenance that, that people have when they are uh, when they are captured you know by the spirit of Christ there's a there's a cheerfulness there's a uh, there's a confidence you know there's a, uh, an awareness of, of who they are uh, there's just uh, a greater sense of security that they, they mm-hmm. present to others and, uh, mm-hmm. so, I've seen that. so I guess one question I might have <laughs> from that comment is that do you feel like that secu- where do you feel that security comes from I, well, I think the security uh, certainly comes from uh, your 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 identification with Christ as your Lord and Savior, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah. not not someone else, or not a friend, or not a parent, or not uh, uh, 
a mentor uh, because we're all obviously human and we all fail in many different ways. Uh, but someone who's perfect and uh, and ask us to try to move toward a perfection, but we, we know we can't really attain it. But at the same mm-hmm. time, Paul Paul was Paul was always talking about the upward calling, and mm-hmm. that uh, we never stop. I, are, those who are poor in spirit, I, I look at it from the standpoint of saying that we are we are blessed when we understand that that we are poor in spirit, and uh, and we have a long way to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's like the athlete who thinks that he or she has achieved greatness, so he did, he or she doesn't have to work any harder mm-hmm. and to get to the next level. He, he he or she knows that he or she has to work very hard to get to the next level. And same thing with with Christianity. You don't say, "Well, I've already done my my volunteering, so." I'm done, you know, for for this year, so I don't have to do anything any the next six months. That's not mm-hmm. the way Christ looks at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you just took us right to our next question, um, uh, and uh, that we have to ask here. These questions actually come from the discipleship course that we're looking at for this fall, and it asks us: Do we give ourselves too much of a break sometimes when it comes to discipleship? Is discipleship harder than we make it out to be or the other side of it is it sometimes easier than we make it out to be are we making it too hard to be a follower of jesus mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or are we making it hard enough what, yeah. i don't know what do you think yeah. about that yeah i think there's a gentleman at church who always talks about uh, how do we show others that we love god uh-huh uh-huh and uh we show others that, that we love god number one you know one of the important thing is this is our witness to others when we come to church on Sunday morning and we make it a discipline a habit of of, uh, of being there and just being around other you know fellow Christians and to strengthen them just by our very presence we mm-hmm. you know, we show we show God that we love him by taking care of those who who are who need to be taken care of you know whether it be the poor whether it be the disabled whether it be um, people who are suffering grief in their lives you know for for a variety of reasons we we take care of people. We show God that we love them that way. We take care of people by feeding them and clothing them, and and so on and so on. So it's always a, a constant. Uh, you know, the Christian should be in constant motion, and that uh, we don't say, well, you know, I've, as I said before, we have done our, we've done an adequate number of good deeds, so we're we're finished for a short period, certain long period of time, then we will pick it up again. Yeah. You know, and you can't operate that way as a Christian. I don't feel you can. At least, what, what, what do you think? Um, I, I think there's a both and to it that I think that sometimes, um, you know, when we feel the spirit move that maybe we should call that person or um, maybe we should send a note to another person that or we should um, or, you know, uh, maybe there's an organization that we feel uh, really called to help out to just reach out to them, see what is it they need. And sometimes we just toss that to the side to say, oh, no, they don't really want to be contacted or, oh, no, I don't have time to do that. And I think that there's a security in trusting that voice inside of, oh, well, I will do that. I'll make a commitment to do that. And that's part of discipleship to me, I think, is that dedication and um, commitment to saying yes. And at the same time, I feel like when we fill our lives with too much of this, we sometimes don't leave space to hear that voice. Mm-hmm. That if we're busy, busy, busy trying to do and trying to earn, we miss the voice of God that says, well, 
you are enough. I love you. You don't have to earn my love. Right. <clears throat> and at the same time, if you'll pause doing what you think is important, then I will show you mm-hmm. where, where you can be used or where others can care for you. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's important to take that time of rest or time to listen. Yeah, I think as well. it depends on yeah, the person, him or herself. I mean, we obviously don't operate, we operate different ways. It's a very good point. Our constitutions are quite different and <laughs> wired differently. Mm-hmm. And you know, some are have the activist mindset that they can't really sit still and they have to be doing something for somebody you know, every day or every week at least. And others saying that I'm more of, I'm more of a I'm more of a uh, not a not an inactive person, but I'm, I'm more of a person that enjoys reflecting, enjoys peaceful times alone, and that motivates me to perhaps write notes to people, as you're saying, mm-hmm. write cards mm-hmm. to people, uh, remember people, encourage, do, do slight encouragements of others, and so mm-hmm. we, we operate differently, and that's, and that's okay. Yeah, God made us that way. Yeah. So thank you, Cam, for taking this time. Well, thank you very much, Katie. And we thank you for joining us, and we hope that you'll stay tuned for the next episode of Discipleship Moments, and hopefully register for one of our classes this fall. Have a beautiful afternoon, and uh, blessings on your journey of discipleship.